0: Welcome to Just Bugs, an appreciation podcast for those oft-ousted creatures we humans call bugs, despite their official classifications. I'm your host, Savannah, and today I have my co-host, Matt, with me.
1: Maintaining the title. That's right. Still got it.
0: That's right. And here today, we're going to do another listener request. This one is... Woo! I know, it's so exciting! We have listeners! (laughs) Listeners, woo! (laughs) (laughs) So today, it's from Vani... Nope. Yeah, that's right. Vani C. I think that's right. And she has requested that we cover Porsche spiders.
1: These guys are insanely cute. Yes, excited to get. Otherwise
0: known as jumping spiders. So if you we've seen them before, oh, we have all the time. These are a special breed, special species of, uh, or I guess a special genus of Porsche of jumping spiders called the Porsche spiders. And they are very special for one very specific reason, and that is that they eat other spiders.
1: Oh. They're
0: still cute. It's okay.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> that's not great, but, you know.
0: They're so cute, though, they and cute. they're fascinating. I have so much to tell you guys about them, but we'll start at the beginning. Like I mentioned, their genus is Portia. They are jumping spiders. Uh, they're from the family Saltis... No, Salticidi? I think that's maybe it. It Sounds, sounds like
1: pasta. It
0: sounds wrong, but I think it's it.
1: Fresh Salticidae. <laughs> I'll take
0: it. I'll take it right now. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, There are 21 species of Porsche spider. Uh, They are sometimes called eight legged cats. Why? For reasons. (laughs) It's mostly due to their eyesight and the way that they hunt. So, their hunting tactics. So, their eyesight is better than a cat's eyesight in daylight, and it's 10 times more accurate than a dragonfly's eyesight. And then their hunting is very adaptable and versatile, like a lion's.
1: I don't know anything about dragonfly's eyesight, but uh, we're using it for comparison, so Correct. I gotta assume it's good.
0: Yes, it must be good. It, it is compound eyesight. They have huge eyes. I think that's why it's a comparison. And yeah. also it's an insect, which is you know kind of close to an arachnid, and I think that that's why they make that comparison. Mm you know, eyes, cats have great eyesight. This we do know.
1: This is true. And this guy has huge eyes.
0: Huge eyes. I'm going to tell you so much about these eyes right now. <laughs> um, so their size is, it varies based on species, but the females are always going to be larger than the males are. For um, an example, the Portia Fimbri from that seems right. From Briata? From Briata. That's one species of Porsche spider. And the females are 6.8 to 10.5 millimeters, which is about a half centimeter to a centimeter.
1: They're tiny. yeah. Very
0: small. So cute. I love them so much. <laughs> um, so that's about like a half inch, basically, yeah. for the largest one. And then the males are going to be like 5.2 to 6.5 millimeters. So like a quarter inch at the largest. Very small.
1: Yeah, foreshadowing, but I think we might have saw maybe a male if it's the correct species. Okay, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, so their coloration is an orangey brown color, and they've got dark grayish streaks, like kind of covering their body, just to give it some like camouflagey type vibes. Um, and they have a violet or green sheen in like sunlight.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the picture uh these guys. One, yes, very cute. The most. Two, eyes very big. Such big. And three, it looks like they have really fat upper legs and then like toothpick bottom legs. Yeah,
0: they do. They, I didn't really like think to, to mention that, but they definitely do. They've got an interesting leg shape. And depending on the species, their, their legs can be very fuzzy. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they look like the picture that he's looking at now where the top are kind of fuzzy and then the bottom proportions of their legs are kind of like toothpicks.
1: I mean, I don't know physics of jumping, but maybe it helps to have sticky legs. Possibly. Stick-like legs.
0: Could not tell you. (laughs) I have no jumps, no hops on this one. (laughs) Um, One more thing about the way that their coloration is, they can be like dark brown or black on the abdomen. So like kind of the butt half. And they've got golden, white, brown, and black tufts of hair, just kind of sparsely covering. And again, that does vary on the species. So sometimes it's more orange, sometimes it's more black or brown. Uh, but they all do have those little tufts of hair.
1: Yeah, this one looks like it has like a walrusy-like mustache.
0: Oh, yes, it's I a can't. a big can
1: bushy tell you mustache. That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be their chasilla ray. I think that's right. Chalicire. That's the one. Chalicire. That is going to be their mouth parts. And then right next to their mouth parts, they have these little appendages that are not legs, but they look like legs.
1: Appendage appendage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're called uh, petty pedipalps. They, u- they use them to make their webs, to push food into their mouth, and kind of like antenna to just get a good idea of where they're at in their space.
1: Are they kind of like mouth fingers?
0: They're like mouth fingers, yeah. But they look like a mustache and it's so cute. They'll like move each one of them individually and it looks like they're shifting their mustache back and forth. It's, they're too cute. Honestly, it's, it's, it hurts. It looks good
1: on him, but when I imagined mouth fingers after I said it, I was that's bad deeply horrified mm-hmm. in my soul so that's i'm gonna I mean, just think of them like this
0: okay, great i fully agree thinking about mouth fingers is not a good thought no. it seems not bad. bad but on these spiders it's extremely adorable
1: it is very, very, very cute because nice. they're
0: fluffy they're not like gross human fingers
1: yeah i'm gonna think about it more of like a moving mustache
0: correct that is that is a good way to think about it a, a moving mustache that you can use for things mm-hmm. Their mouthparts, like I said, are the sh- ray. Those are the mouthparts for lots of different arthropods, specifically the arachnids, horseshoe crabs, and sea spiders. And they work kind of like fangs. Actually, they are fangs, but that's what they look like, so that's good. And then the Porsche has, like, tons of little hairs on them that make them look like that mustache.
1: I knew it. People always say that crabs and lo- lobsters are, like, sea bugs. And they I'm are. always, like... Yeah, maybe, but now now we're starting to get into like anatomy, so mm-hmm. sort of confirmed.
0: Definitely confirmed. We it's, eat
1: sea bugs. We Ooh. eat sea bugs.
0: We sure do. Yeah, Man, I mean they're
1: good though. <laughs> they're,
0: <laughs> well, because they're arthropods. Arthropods cover a big group, including sea bugs. Yes. Arachnids, regular bugs, and then like centipedes, millipedes, stuff like
1: that. Can we do sea bugs? Does that count as bugs?
0: I I mean, you guys tell us if we can do <laughs> sea bugs, but I'm super down. <laughs>
1: broaden our horizons.
0: So we mentioned those cute eyes, those huge cute eyes. They actually have eight eyes, but there's two main ones in the center and those are the largest ones and they're the cutest ones on account of they're the largest ones. They have the best vision. I'll tell you a lot about their vision, but I did want to mention that there are six other ones that they usually, or that they mainly just use for like motion detection.
1: Yeah, it's like peripherals on the side of their head, like tiny sensors, just in case something moves by them. But overall, just the two on their face. Yes, and they
0: actually do have four on their face. There's like two very small ones right next to the very big ones. But yeah, those two main ones are their main eyesight and they're very good.
1: Yeah, I assume that the small ones were like kind of like blind spot mirrors or something. Yeah, kind
0: of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So on either side of the two main eyes, they've got um, those two little eyes, which are actually larger on Porsche spiders than on other jumping spiders. On other jumping spiders, um, they don't have really a use or they don't know what the use is for them. But for the Porsche spiders, they work just as well as the rather, the the rest of the supporting eyes. So they, they're good for actually detecting motion.
1: Who doesn't know what they're used for? Like Science. Re- oh, so- I was going to say, <laughs> if the bugs don't know what their eyes are for, I mean...
0: No, no. Scientists be- are not <laughs> currently aware of the use on on other jumping spiders, yeah. but for these guys, that's what they use them for. Gotcha. Um, Let's see here. As I mentioned, they have the other four. There's going to be kind of in like a square shape. They're lateral on their cephalothorax, so there's two in the back, two 80-bitty ones in the center, and then the two next to the eyeballs.
1: I can visualize it.
0: It's very good. And then the main eyes, this is the, this is the cool part. So the main eyes can only take in like a small field of vision at once, but they can take in a circle about 12 to 18 millimeters, which is like one to two centimeters wide. And then 20 to 30 c- centimeters or like seven to like 12 inches in distance. So like, it's like a, pretty big for a tiny spider.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty good sized cone. I guess you could see some things coming pretty far away.
0: Yeah. And well, Sort of. I'll tell you about that, too. So the other eyes are placed in a way that gives them sort of like a 360 view of just their body, basically, just to make sure nothing's in their direct space. Mm-hmm. And they can only see movement. So only if something is coming straight at them and they can see them. And the other the other factor there is a pretty big factor. If the thing that's coming towards them is too large, they can't see it. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess it'd be like a wall, like scooting towards you in mm-hmm. your peripheral. Like it's just so so massive that you, there's no way to narrow it in your mind. And yeah, well. it's just too, I don't know how to explain. It's, it. <laughs> it's well, if, if
0: most of your eyes are only seeing motion, and something is so big that you can't see it with your good eyes, mm. then you're not going to be able to see it. You know, it's coming yeah, at you. Makes sense. Really, really big in comparison to the tiny spider. Mm. Some of their predators are like large. Not even that large. Honestly, hands. frogs' hands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they'd be able to see your hand, honestly. They're, very, they're pretty small. Well, maybe Foot. a large hand, maybe not. Oh, sad. <laughs> I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit more about their eyesight, and then we'll move on to some other cool things. They can see, um, let's see here. Like In theory, they they mention this, and it's kind of outlandish a little bit, but in theory, the structure of their eyesight should be able to see to like infinity. That's not what happens. But like, that's what they said. They're, they're saying like, because of the shape of the eye and the way that the eyes are set up, there is a, a possibility to be able to see into infinity. Does
1: that not mean broken. there's no focus point? Like, it's kind of just like a, like a light beam. It's just like shooting straight. I Maybe like a laser so, or something. Because
0: I could not wrap my head around how that would be possible. But that's a very good theory. <laughs> I'm going to
1: say lasers, kind it's of. It's because lasers. And then there's just so much, you know, things in the way that that's what stops the infinity.
0: Yes. And then they can also see um, from red to ultraviolet. That's their color spectrum, which is which pretty good. Which is higher good. than us, right? I don't, Yeah, we can't we see can't ultraviolet. S- no. So yeah, I would say yes. Hmm. Yeah, so they've got pretty great eyesight. There was a study done by Cross and Jackson in 2014 that suggested that one specific species of the Porsche spider, P. Africana, can mentally rotate objects in their in their mind using their working memory. So if they see something and they've been able to process it, then they can flip it in their mind to be the right side up.
1: That makes sense. Or like if they saw like a turned over leaf, they could imagine like what was the other side of the leaf might look like without seeing it or something.
0: Something like that. Yeah, yeah just like re reiterating, or not reiterating, re, reorienting. Reorienting. Thank you so much. Look <laughs> at you. Reorienting the things... In actual space into a space that makes more sense for them, for them to attack, essentially.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On the downside though, Porsche spiders take a really long time to see objects because their eyes are so small.
1: Processing. Yeah. Processing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's on dial-up.
0: So that is the only downside to their vision. That and the fact that they can't see very large objects.
1: There's a couple downsides.
0: They're pretty big faults, I would say, but but they do have really good vision otherwise, so at least they've got that going for them.
1: Just come in <laughs> slow and small, and then they'll see you coming.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they have something called a carapace. That's going to be a hard upper shell of their exoskeleton that protects their cephalothorax. So their like body part, mm-hmm. that's not their butt. The middle. Yeah, the middle, because spiders don't have... A head, a thorax and abdomen. They've got their head and their thorax combined.
1: But this one has something in the middle.
0: No, this one just has a, like a protective, like almost like armor. It's called a, a carapace, and it sits on the on the top of their exoskeleton to protect their cephalothorax from attack.
1: Okay, yeah, I see.
0: Just like a hard shell. Yes, very
1: good. Approaching more into sea bugs.
0: A little bit.
1: Got two things now. Two comparisons. <laughs>
0: All right. Next, <laughs> you're
1: going to tell me they're really meaty and yummy.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to eat one. They're so cute. I could never.
1: They are very cute.
0: Could never eat. So some of their anatomical defenses, their eyesight, obviously. Oh. They also do something when they're moving. It's very odd. They're, when they're moving, they do jerky motions. So they isolate different legs to move individually, and they'll kind of wiggle them back and forth. And then they'll use their other legs to take a step, and then they'll use those ones to wiggle back and forth. Very very much odd, awkward walking movements. They isolate their leg movements. Like I mentioned, they will pause frequently. They vary their speeds and timings, and then they'll flick their shell, sea C-ray also, their little like mouth bits up and down. And all of this is just to break up their movement because a lot of insects and predators will see things based on motion. So if they're moving in a way that doesn't make sense for a bug, they're uh, they're taking themselves out of the prey field. Or at least out of what other insects will see immediately.
1: Okay, yeah, I was thinking like to confuse their predators be like, what's he going to do next? It's a Mm. little harder to guess where like most bugs will be like going one way, approaching object, turn 90 degrees and continue (laughs) that way. So I was just thinking that but what you said makes way more sense.
0: That could also be a factor. You know, we, we don't know everything, yeah. so that could also be a part of it. But yeah, they basically they want to break up that motion so that they're not as easy to detect because part of the reason they would do that, not only for defense, but also for attack because mm. they do eat pretty dangerous prey sometimes.
1: Here, I'm coming. I'm over here. No, I'm over <laughs> here. No, I'm over here. I'm kind of in the same spot, but I'm kind of going back and forth.
0: <laughs> Another factor is for anatomical defenses, that is. Is that their legs and their palps will break off easily. The palps being those petty palps, those are those little appendages in the front that look like legs. Yeah, they look like a mustache on these guys. So cute. I love it so much. But anyways, yeah they can break off and that can be like a means to get away. It doesn't kill them and then those extra appendages can like regrow and so can their legs within like a week.
1: So, like, if something's attacking it and a piece falls off, then maybe for a second they think that they got it, and then the rest of it kind of scurries away.
0: Well, yeah, it's just a means to get away so fast. Yeah. so, because... Have a leg! Yeah. It just jumps away. (laughs) Say, like, a bird tries to get it, and it gets the leg. It can just snap that leg off and dip. We love that. Good for (laughs) them.
1: As long as you can grow more legs.
0: Yeah, and they can in one week's time. Another tactic that they use as a defense is to jump far away and freeze. Also, they can run far away and freeze, and then usually they'll go about like a hundred to one hundred and fifty millimeters away, which is about four to six inches.
1: Still, good jump for their size. I mean, Great. that's like I don't know, like jumping a football field for us or something. Yeah, I guess
0: that's well, why not they not that call far. It? But still, pretty far. You know, pretty far. It could be. <laughs> I can't math like that. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a football field. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, um, that's why they call them the jumping spiders. That and some, some of their hunting tactics also use a lot of jumping for sure. So where do they come from? They are found in a lot of different places, most specifically Africa, Asia, and Australia. Um, to be more specific in Asia, it's China, Madag- actually just in general, is China, Madagascar, Malaysia, can't pronounce that one, Nepal, <laughs> India, <laughs> Philippines, Sri Lanka, Taiwan, and Vietnam. The one I couldn't pronounce is like, Myanmar.
1: Never heard of it. That her. sounds great, Myanmar.
0: Myanmar. That's the places it that they're It probably exists.
1: Found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we do have other jumping spider species in the States and stuff like that, but these specific Porsche spiders are not gonna be found here.
1: Oh darn, that's what I was gonna say, is like, we've definitely seen jumping spiders before, the mm-hmm. two of us, and uh, I guess they're not these. But that's no. okay, they were still cute and <laughs> they looked adorable. very similar. Yeah.
0: I love them so much. I want, I honestly kind of want a jumping spider as a pet. Not a Porsche because it'd be very challenging to have to feed other spiders. But you can get little tiny terrariums for your jumping spiders and keep them.
1: It's so cute. Really? And that's... Yeah. Oh, actually, I've seen videos of people that like have jumping spiders and like one had like an old one. And mm-hmm. so he like made like a, like a rope bridge kind of thing for it to climb up because oh. it, was, it was too... Week to climb the walls anymore. Oh my anymore. gosh,
0: that's so cute! I love that. And it
1: was all old and gray and had a and gray mustache.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it
1: might have just been its color, but it is? looked no. Old. I love you. I
0: love your idea. It. it was old. <laughs> I wonder though, like, how do you keep track of such a tiny little insect in your home as your pet? Like, I feel like I would lose Well It's
1: in that. a little cage,
0: I guess. That's but then
1: you point. put, you know, little rope ladders for it to get around when it's old. I love
0: it. I love it so much. That's the best. <laughs> So like I mentioned, they do eat spiders. Their favorite food is web-making spiders. They will also eat other jumping spiders of the same species or other species. And lastly, they'll eat insects. Apparently it's pretty challenging for them to hunt insects and that's why they don't choose them, but they will eat them in a pinch.
1: Well, yeah, and obviously they like the spiders that make webs because it comes with free spaghetti.
0: Free spaghetti, exactly. So you're getting it.
1: Protein (laughs) and carbs, that's what you want.
0: So some of the spiders that they hunt are um, really dangerous. So they they'll hunt spitting spiders and orb spiders, all kinds of different spiders that have really bad vision, which is good for them, Mm. but are very venomous. Like if they get them, they will die. So it's, it's a dangerous game that they're playing. One thing that they do, if the spitting spiders are carrying eggs, they'll attack from the front. But otherwise, they'll attack from the rear so that they can't get bitten. They'll bite right on the back of that, on the cephalophorax. Mm. That's protecting them a little well,
1: bit. Having better vision is a huge advantage. So, I mean,
0: Absolutely. if they
1: can use it, they should.
0: Yeah, and some of their prey is actually blind. So, yeah, it's a it's a good tactic to take. But it's a Don't prey game. on
1: the blind. That's terrible. Well, it's spiders. It's different.
0: <laughs> They've got all kinds of other senses that make them very keen hunters, so they're okay. <laughs> oh, one other thing that they will consume. They will consume eggs of other spider species, including other portia spiders and jumping spiders. So, other spiders, eggs, and then insects. Fascinating. <laughs> okay.
1: I had to process I was like, yeah. For That's sure, that, Those are a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. So they are hunters, so they don't regularly make webs for their food, although some females will do so. Uh, but typically, in general, the species is going to hunt their food. The way that they hunt is really interesting. This is one of the most fascinating things about the Porsche Spider. They can learn, and they do. So they will sometimes take an attack from a discrete vantage point and repel down on top of their prey. Sometimes they'll pluck a string on the prey's web to entice them to come in. And they'll, that prey will either think that they are another spider or another food object that they can eat. Or if they have vision, the Porsche spider actually looks a little bit like a dead leaf caught in a web, especially with the way that they move. So they can think that that's what it is and maybe go investigate, just make sure. And then they're, they're spider food.
1: That's super cool. Like, you literally, you can, like like imitate prey by poking on the web and then the vibrations.
0: Yeah, they're really, really, really smart. Very tricky. And one, uh, they also will hop from just like another nearby branch. They have lots of different ways of doing things. And if something doesn't work one time, they will try something else. Or they can evaluate a situation and decide that something's not going to work and come up with a new solution. That is very unique.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, are they like one of the smartest bugs or something? They are considered
0: the smartest spider in the world, hands down.
1: I mean if you're in the if you're in the realm of problem solving, mm-hmm. I mean you got to be out there.
0: Yeah. It's it's crazy. I I had no idea that there was any kind of anything out there really besides just like <laughs> mammal species that are very 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 smart that can do that kind of thing and it's really cool to see that.
1: Yeah, it's freaking awesome.
0: It's the coolest.
1: I want to see it in action. When you see a video.
0: Oh, I can't wait to show you one. <laughs> I'll I can't post one on the Instagram just because that's that is going a little further into you know, copyright stuff than I'd like to go. But you guys should definitely check that out. There's, Maybe you can link it. There's Yeah, that's a good idea. There's a link. There's a, a video on the BBC that goes over them. And it is so good. It's so fascinating. Love it so much. <laughs> so like I mentioned, the female spiders can spin webs to catch their prey and they will do so sometimes. They often will build their nests, or their nests, their webs onto the webs of their prey species so they can eat them easier.
1: They're just like... The other one is just there having their nice web. And then they're like, why are you like building on the top of me? And then the next thing, they're just food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I guess.
0: <laughs> Very
1: confident strategy. Indeed. You start building their house on top of yours.
0: <laughs> it works though. The, the spider's like, excuse me, what are you doing? And then they're food. Well, geez. Yeah. Crazy. If you can pull it off. Yeah. They, and they do often. <laughs> so the females will also sometimes be cannibalistic. Apparently they're pretty aggressive in general so they can try to intimidate other females and if that goes poorly one of the females gets eaten. and then they also will participate in reproductive cannibalism yum yummy we <laughs> love it so yeah they do eat other porsche spiders
1: yeah it's so weird that spiders are always eating each other and eating they're just eating anything
0: yeah pretty nondescript they just need a meal that gotta get those nutrients you know
1: it's just so weird because like some species develop like ailments from eating their own like, mm-hmm. you know, like mad cow disease and stuff. So it's like weird that insects don't seem to have a problem with that.
0: Well, yeah, I think their anatomy is so different than ours. And I, it's not to say that they don't. We don't really know if they're having genetic. I guess not, though, because they, they're so adaptive. They're and so fine. So far. They're just
1: eating them. <laughs> they could just eat, families, cool. no <laughs> just eat their families. No problem. Just
0: eat their families. <laughs> no problem. They don't always eat their family. Having
1: my family over for dinner. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh. So when it comes to the mating process, let's get into that a little bit. The males will approach the female. They usually come out with like super stiff legs and then they just kind of like wiggle them in front of her, like just sort of shift them in front of her face. Once they get close it's a magic trick. (laughs) Yes, exactly like that. And then uh, the female will drum on her web, just being like, okay, yeah, cool.
1: Morse and, code. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the male will jump on her back, and then the female will drop a drag line, which is like the lines that they use to fly off, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, or like drop down, that sort of thing. They'll drop one of those down, and they can either mate in the air, just like in midair flowing in the web. Magically. Wind. Yeah. Majestically. <laughs> or in the web. Just depending on how things
1: go. (laughs) Boringly.
0: (laughs) So the cannibalism, like I mentioned, it will occur occur either during or after copulation. Uh, The females will twist and lunge at the male, and most of the males are killed during this mating process. If the male is killed during the copulation, then he will be consumed and the female will reject his reproductive material and the fertilization will not occur.
1: So if he dies, she's like, nah.
0: If he dies during, she's like, you're not good enough.
1: It's like, you couldn't even make it through this part, the mm-hmm. thing you were so excited about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but.
1: Talks a big game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if the mill makes it through the whole process and he makes it through the whole mating, then she still kills him. She still eats him, but she will keep the eggs and fertilize her eggs with them.
1: I or guess he still gets curious. the reward of death.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But he gets to pass on his genes to the next generation. So
1: And that's what's all about in the bug world.
0: It sure is. <laughs> so, like I mentioned, they do most of them do this process. They'll kill them if they're deemed worthy. She keeps it. But there's one species that's an exception. It's P. labiata. That's Portia Labiata. They don't do the cannibalism thing. They can, but it's not normal for them. So they they usually don't partake in that.
1: They're higher class citizens. It's frowned upon in exactly. their community.
0: Precisely. So the life cycle. After fertilization, they will have an egg sac. I tried really hard to find Porsche species specific details on egg sacs, but I didn't, I couldn't find that, but I did find a lot of stuff on jumping spiders in general. So take this with a grain of salt, but in general, jumping spiders will have 125 or more eggs per sac. And the spiderlings will stay in the nest for about a month after hatching. That's cool. We love that. Little mommy taking care of her babies even more so than that, just letting them hang out, she actually, mothers will lactate and feed their babies, which is something that we previously thought was only possible for mammals. I was
1: going to say, does that make them mammals then?
0: No, because they've got eight legs and just all kinds of anatomical differences.
1: But they can, I thought the whole thing was mammary glands are like what makes you a mammal, mammal, mammary (laughs) I know (laughs) I know,
0: that's why they're breaking the rules they are breaking the rules, it's fascinating and I don't like I said, I don't know that this is specific to Porsche spiders, but definitely jumping spiders, I did read lactate and feed their babies
1: humans sure hate when you can't classify things in categories oh for
0: sure it's not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> the mother unfortunately will die shortly after the spiderlings leave the nest uh they do Porsche spiders have about a year and a half of a lifespan. Hmm. that was a weird way to say that they, yeah, live, for uh, else. <laughs> they live for about a year, a year and a half <laughs> They um, can live dependent on species in groups or or like solitude. That's another one.
1: Solidarity.
0: There we go. In solitary confinement, but not confined.
1: I'm only here to help fix words.
0: Thank you so much, though. Like, what would I do without you? I'm just such a mess.
1: (laughs) Talking to the void.
0: (laughs) So P. Africana is found to actually form pretty big family groups where they share their prey with the other family members. So they don't necessarily eat themselves or their close members, but they will eat other things and share them with each other.
1: Oh, I like that. Sharing, scaring. Yeah,
0: we love that. So cute. They have a family. We love it. And then another species of Porsche spider, the P. Labiata that I mentioned earlier, can actually differentiate between the drag lines of familiar or unfamiliar spiders of the same species or determine if they're from a different species. So if they see a dragline hanging out nearby, they can tell if that's a friend or foe, and if it's the same species or not.
1: Yeah, if it's like braided the same way or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know why or how, (laughs) what they're doing, but they definitely can tell, because they're cool, that's why. So the Portia spiders are pretty common. They aren't very dangerous to us. They do have venom, which they use to subdue their prey, but it's non-toxic to humans, and they can bite... But it's localized redness and mild pain, and that's about it.
1: That doesn't sound too bad. Maybe that's why they're okay for pets.
0: Mm-hmm. And they only bite if they're provoked anyways. The only thing that can be dangerous with a bite, and this is true for any species of of insects that bite or arachnids that bite, you can have an allergic reaction. Mm. But that that's really the only thing. And I don't think they're all that common outside of like bees and wasps and things like that. So... It's possible, but in general, Porsche spiders are not going to be
1: dangerous to you. Yeah, you'd be pretty unlucky to be only allergic to like one random bug bite.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be wild. But I mean, I think that's, that the chances of you getting bit by that bug are a little slimmer at least. So True. that's interesting. Just don't
1: provoke it. Just don't poke it. Just
0: don't poke bugs. It's yeah. like rude. <laughs> As I mentioned, they have a, a hard time seeing their predators. Some of their predators are large birds and frogs, which are too wide for the spider to see.
1: Oh yeah, we talked about that earlier. So so.
0: it's really a width issue Mm -hmm. rather than like a distance or a length issue. Uh, Another species of predator that they have is assassin bugs and mantises. So those mantises we were talking about earlier will eat Porsche spiders, and so will assassin bugs, which we will have to get to eventually. Assassin bugs. Fascinating.
1: They sound so hired gun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's it's much that. It's not really, but yeah,
1: I can't imagine they're the, killing things and, fe- and like bring it to whoever bade them.
0: I wanna know <laughs> now. We'll we'll cover one. I would really like to do them. There are some nasty species of assassin bugs out there, and I just can't wait to get to them. It's gonna be so cool. I'm excited. hmm So, environmental impact, they're pretty neutral. They eat other spiders, which can have a positive impact on the environment, but they also eat other spiders. So they aren't eating things that are having a a big impact on the environment. So it's kind of a neutral base. Like they don't really have that much of an impact on the environment.
1: They make the world cuter.
0: They do do that. And they're part of an ecosystem. And that is important. So they have their place. It's not a negative place. We love that. I dig it. Yes. (laughs) So jumping spiders have been recognized as one of the most undeniably cute spiders. (laughs) It is unreal how cute they are and that's mostly due to their large eyes and their mouth parts and petty palps looking kind of like a mustache that moves uh, there is actually a pop culture icon named lucas the spider who is a cartoon that people love he blew up maybe like 10 years ago i don't know
1: i never heard of this gosh
0: it's so cute i can't wait to show you but it's a little cartoon jumping spider And it is unreal. They made plushies. They made, like, I think comics. They went all out for this cute little spider that just popped up on the internet. And people love it. People love him.
1: So this is, like, someone that makes music and then makes videos of spider cartoon that the Um, music goes to or something? No, it's not music.
0: It's, like, think, like, Pusheen.
1: Okay. And for people that don't know, it's just, like, a cute thing.
0: It's just a cute thing. It's just a cute cute cartoon. They made it like just a little drawing of a spider and then they, they ran with it. I see. Yeah, yes. And that is not a porsche spider, but it is a jumping spider, so I thought I'd mention it. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. We love it. <laughs>
1: Cute spider.
0: <laughs> um, they. Let's see. I do have some cool facts, but I think I covered most of them. I did. I think I covered all of <laughs> I them. I did. I did. Oh, one thing that I didn't mention, both sexes of all the species of porsche spider have an elastic abdomen. So when they become... elastamin, An elastomin, if you will. Yes. <laughs> so when they become full or when they're producing eggs, their abdomen gets like a spherical shape. So they can kind of like stretch the back half of them.
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, they're the best. They're very cool. We love it.
1: Just make your own beanbag chair.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can just sit on it. I don't think <laughs> they do that, but I like, th- I like it. <laughs> so that is all that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much, Vani C for your listener request. I very much appreciated it, and I loved learning about the Porsche Spider. I love jumping spiders, so it was very exciting for me, and I had a lot of fun. Did you have fun today?
1: I did. Perfect. Yeah, I forgot the personal story, but we just oh. saw one when we on top of the car when we were leaving the mall. And, yes. And then we spent way too much time admiring it, and uh, you were trying to take care of it and get it off the car.
0: Are we surprised?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> It was very cute.
0: It's the cutest. It was a I little gray that. one. Yes. That one was not a Porsche, but it was a jumping spider. So I think that's relevant.
1: Awesome. And then you've been uh, doing some more stuff on tw- the Twitters. I yes. Believe.
0: I made a Twitter and I'm kind of obsessed. I've been retweeting like a maniac. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just tons of retweets of insects that we've covered. Um, I've been trying really hard not to tweet anything that I haven't covered yet, but I can't help it, guys. It's so fun. That Twitter handle, I'm pretty sure is just Bugs, at po- just Bugs Podcast, like all the rest of them. So that's gonna be for Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I think those are the only ones that we have currently. You can also reach us at our Gmail. That's gonna be just Bugs Podcast at gmail.com. That is where you can send in your own listener requests. And I believe
1: rate and review.
0: Yeah, that's it for all the, the pluggy plugs. But yes, please rate and review, tell your friends and family. We just want to share the word, guys. We just want other people to be less afraid of bugs and just enjoy them and, and what they are in our reality because they're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, join the Save Bugs movement, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Woo, bugs! <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys again so much. And as always, don't squish bugs.
1: Yeah, don't squish them. Let them be or move them gently. Take Rhymes.
0: <laughs> Rhyme. Rhyme. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <Later>. Liars. <laughs>